Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and boys and girls, do not turn your back on the Bantam Roosters. <laughs> and I am the Champ, and this Major League Baseball season is at the quarter pole, and I'm not sure, for me, if this is good or bad. What do you mean? That, that you're, you're not comfortable where you're at at the quarter? Or... Um, actually... No, I, I thought, um, you know, this is, this is the fates of Major League Baseball, right? Um, a week ago we were talking and everything was looking uh, rosy for me and uh, kind of hit the skids between injuries and players not performing. Um, so, you know, this could turn into a good thing if your team's on, on, on the rise, like, like yours is, is moving in that right direction, or like Rick, or could make it for a long season, like it is for uh, potentially the dude vitamins who, uh, who've struggled since they've been on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the dudes actually had a pretty good week this week, but uh, yeah, overall they are they are struggling. Um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a funny season early on, especially for like the five of us. Five of us meaning the the ones stuck in the middle here. Um, but I I feel like there's some chinks in the armor with with Bob Bob Kirk's team, with Sam's team, and uh, Rick is certainly kind of. Uh, benefited from having good weeks and having those guys have bad weeks. Uh, I think the most consistent team right now has been Bill's as far as consistency. You know? Yeah. He, um, you know, he, he was on a downward spent swing last week as we talked on the podcast. And then as we get into our fab discussion, we'll talk about that. Maybe he listened to the podcast last weekend, reacted accordingly, which is always a bad thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Cause we don't, we have no idea what we're talking about. No, just look where we are in the standings. Yeah, hey, that's actually, a perfect lead-in for that's a perfect lead-in for our guest, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think you and I are fifth and sixth and feeling pretty good. So, yeah. uh, okay, we do have a guest on uh, Bob Freeze, owner of the Basur Bulls. Uh, Bob, how how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? Yeah, no, I'm doing really good. I traded Wade Miley after a no hitter, and then he gave up eight runs in three innings. So yeah, I feel. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a good stock to sell. That was a good. That was a good trade. It was a good trade. Um, okay, so let, let, let's let's look at your team uh, after the really the first couple months and a half. How are you? How are you feeling realistically? Like, wh- wh- where? What are your thoughts so far? Uh, well, I was feeling pretty good about my team until this past week, and where I plummeted. Um, I thought uh, I'd have. Cody Bellinger coming back, and uh, I'd have a full roster, but apparently he's got to be in out another week or two, and then A.J. Pollock goes down, and uh, he's been one of my best players, so uh, it has not been a good week for me. Yeah, and you haven't had Bellinger all year, correct? He's been out all year? Yeah, yeah, okay. he's been out all year. Well, I think he played two games or something. Yeah, I think you only have 19 at-bats. Um, yeah. with okay. Um, so other than that, uh, do, you, do you feel like it, once you get Bellinger back up and running, do you feel like you can make a push and how far of a push can you make? Well, I thought I could make a push into the top three at least, but um, now I'm not so sure because uh, Rick's been climbing the ladder and you've been moving up and Jamie's been moving up. So it kind of pushes me down. The only good thing was that the dudes got uh, pushed by too. So, 
<laughs> I always, I'm always glad to see them get pushed. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's made some comments about you on the uh, oh, on the I know. before I, you heard. <laughs> I know. We'll give you equal time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, uh, who were you most pleased with so far on your team? Um, I guess, I guess Trent Grisham. Okay, he's yeah. been uh, he's been pretty steady all year. Um, he was on the DL for a little bit, but. Uh, for the most part, he's been my best player. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I I think this this guy's kind of found himself uh, playing every day, and and the, yeah, he's he's really productive on a on a good team. Um, I I I'm looking at your roster. It, you kind of had a nice little surprise with Ryan Zimmerman. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of cooled off a little bit lately, okay. but uh, he started out real hot, which helped me in the beginning. All right. And uh, and I'm I'm also thinking about Gene Segura, who he had that stint on the DL. But other than that, he's he's played pretty good baseball for the Phillies. Yeah, he has. Um, I yeah, he like again, he this past week he's been bad, but uh, for the most part, he's been really good. Except he's been hurt twice, and yeah. that makes it difficult. Him yeah. and Didi both. I mean that Didi gets hot, and then he gets hurt, and so it's it's been a rough battle with those two. Yeah, that, that's most of the Phillies hitters. They, yes. <laughs> and they all can't seem to stay hot at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems to be a problem with them. Um, you know, looking back on, on your pitching, uh, thought looking at JT Brubaker, Broods, have you gotten a chance to see him? Because I've seen him pitch a couple times. No, I have not actually seen him pitch, but I know uh, in the beginning when I drafted him, you had a little bit of a chuckle because you didn't think he was going to be any good. No, because I saw him in spring training. I know. Yeah. Uh, He he throws strikes, man. That's what he does. That guy throws strikes. And the last time I saw him was against San Diego, and he he did a really good job with that team, keeping him off balance. Unfortunately, he plays for Pittsburgh, so that, (laughs) that doesn't help him. No, but he's three and two, which is kind of nice for, yeah. for a guy like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then we looked at Wainwright. You okay with him so far? I mean, we we talked about him uh, as far as the retention. Um, yeah, he get yeah he gives me strikeouts. Yeah. I I really I thought he would win a couple more games and maybe he will till the end of the season, but uh, um, he's been doing okay. He, yeah, he got beat up last night. He got hit around. Yeah. So the other thing I would note is um, all your pitchers have wins. They, they at least have two wins. Um, but other than German Marquis, they seem to be like third and fourth starters. Are you? Was that a plan, or it just kind of happened that way? Nah, it just kind of happened that way. Okay. It was, uh, well, still not. Um, I thought Marquez was going to be better, but uh, – He's had, he's been struggling lately. Well, I guess the last game he did okay, but the game before that, I don't think he made it out of the first inning. Yeah, and you you made a off season trade for him, correct? Yes, I did. Okay, I tra- I forget who I traded for him. Brian Anderson. I oh, think. it was uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's not doing very well either because I traded for him. No, <laughs> so, no, he's yeah. not. But he's not hurting me like like Marquis is. Uh, and no. Stroman's pitching pretty well. He, I mean, he's a top starter. Yeah, yeah. I've been happy with Stroman for the most part. Um, 
my pitching is not the greatest, uh, obviously, but uh, I thought it, I thought I would be steady enough, and with my hitting, I thought I'd be a little bit better than I am right now. Uh, yeah, no, I I, I get that. Um, yeah, your your ERA is pushing four, but it's still under four. Um, you, you seem to be getting some K's, and um, you know you're you're hanging in there with wins, uh, and then also with uh, and then you you have thirteen saves from your guys too, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, hey Bob, how did how did that happen? Um, I know Ray. It looks like you have Reyes with six saves. Um, did you not have him up early in the season? Uh, no. I, when he first started with the saves, well, I had him in the original my original lineup, and then he didn't get any saves, and then I took him out, and then he got like three of them. So it was okay. Uh, um, so I started out late with him. The same with Rodriguez. He, I didn't have him starting right away, and then he came in, and I. Got him put in there. Yeah, because those those two, Rodriguez and Reyes, are, are two of the most dominant relievers um, in the National League right now. I know Josh has um, Melanson and McGee, but I think McGee's starting to uh, to fade off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was re- and I was really hoping that Daniel Baird would be better than what he is, and he's got a couple saves, but um, he hasn't been what I expected. Yeah, tough pitching in Colorado. Those, those yeah, rocky pitchers. But yeah. you also have a nice pickup with with Tyler Anderson. So I'm going to say he was a fab pickup uh, earlier this year. Is that right? Or did you yes, draft he, him? No, he was fab. Okay. I fabbed him earlier. Yeah. So between Rodriguez, Brew Baker, and Anderson, you know, there's three pirate pitchers. You you got the, the probably <laughs> three the three best for them. So good for you. Well, thanks. Yeah, def- they're, yeah, they're, they're definitely the three best pitchers on that on that team. Um, and then uh, well, let's talk about uh, any draft day buyer's remorse guys that you bought that you think like, jeez, ah, I wish I didn't bid on that guy. Uh, I get. Oh man. I don't know. I I don't really have any remorse with them. Um, I DD DD. I'd probably spend a little bit too much money on. Um, but you know, I spent two bucks on Justin Turner. He was. I thought he was a good pickup. I didn't really. Uh, yeah. Spend a whole lot of money on anybody except for I guess Grisham. I paid two sixty for that. Was about my top top uh, uh, money wise. So uh, now I don't really have any anybody that I'm sorry that I picked up. I mean, other than in the in the fab round where I picked up a lot of uh, stupid players, but uh, um, there wasn't a whole lot there to pick from. And at that point in time, uh, I was feeling pretty uh, melancholy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, this is a, the perfect segue, right, uh, Raj? I, I'll, I'll start with this. Go ahead. Is there anybody you wish that you would have picked up, possibly in the fab round that you didn't get? I don't remember. I don't uh, remember okay. who was there. Uh, okay, <laughs> so I was going to say, did you did, did you really like Johnny Cueto? <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you what I remember about Johnny Cueto. My brother. <laughs> yeah, looked, everybody wants to know. You know, this is this is the big brother, sweep right here. Yeah, my brother looked at me and said. You've done enough, and that was that. I was figured, okay, I must uh, 
done something stupid, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> You've done enough? That's what he said. That was his, <laughs> that was his words of wisdom? Yes. He said, I said, I still have one spot left. He said, no, he said, you've picked enough. He said, I said, okay. <laughs> so he, he told you to stop picking? He yes. said, all right, stop yes. picking players? That's fine. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Actually, I think Bob Kirk uh, shot us a text earlier this week and said he would trade you two gold monkeys and a pl- player to be named later for Jake Cronenworth. So, I don't know if that interests you. I didn't you. see that text. No, he just texted to Jamie and I. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, so something, you know, keeping your back pocket if you feel like you want to make a move uh, for a couple of beers <laughs> and a player to be named later uh, for Jake Cronworth. Um, and then somebody also uh, shot us, Jamie and I, a text and said, what do you think about the Golden Monkey Award? This would be given to the player that has been nominated the most at the draft, despite previously being selected. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I think that would be an excellent idea. It is a good idea. <laughs> I know, when I first read it, I thought, eh, I don't know. And then I'm hearing myself say it out loud. I'm thinking, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. So, uh, maybe that's something mm-hmm. I'll put on the... Uh, winter meeting notes to kind of formalize that and and uh, have a selection rubric that we can give out the golden monkey award maybe yeah hand it out at the end i, of the I day. think that should pass uh, unanimously i would think oh yeah because that's a classic <laughs> yeah that's definitely a classic um all right, so let's talk about your fab uh are you having any strategy with your fab or are you just kind of winging it every every week trying to fill a hole that pops up Usually trying to fill a hole. There's not really a whole lot of strategy to it. I'm, I try to find, you know, guys that I think might be on their way up. Sure. Um, yeah. Rather than trying to find guys that, you know, okay, this guy's playing all the time, but he's not doing very well. Maybe he'll turn it around. Um, trying to find guys that, that, you know, just came up and like, uh, like Maton, I thought he was going to be a good pick for the Phillies. Uh, and he might still be, um, but uh, guys like that that are going to fill in and then, you know, maybe take off their, you know, young careers. Yeah, I think with Maton, uh, McCutcheon started hitting the ball right as, as yeah. right it came down to the probably the cut line, and he got hot the past 10 days. So you'll yeah. give him more leash, and uh, Herrera is doing everything he can just to stick. I, I think eventually Maton's going to end up in center field, though. I, I just, you think so? I don't know if Herrera can last. I don't know if the Phillies can last with him hitting 200. I, I just, I just, yeah. I just don't know. I mean, eventually they're going to have to make a run at at something other than third place. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, you didn't pick up anybody this week, did you? No, I tried for uh, Joe Connor, but uh, I got way outbid for him, um, and then. Uh, Will Cox, Will Crow, Will Crow. I tried to get. Yeah, him that too, was me. Oh, you yeah. Wanna, you want to add well, another? I didn't go very picture. high, so you must have only put a dollar bid in. Yeah, I only put a dollar in on both yeah. of them, so it was. You know, well, it was. I, I, with your it, luck with the Pirates, it probably would have been a better pickup for you than it's going to be for me. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Could yeah. be. Yeah, you try to add all the Pittsburgh, and actually, the Pirates are, are are not playing that bad. 
I don't know if that's a no. grammatically correct. Not as bad as the Tigers. No, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that, Bob. That was uh, that was well deserved. I yes. appreciate that. Yes. Sure, well, no number problem. one, is, number one, it shows that you listen to the podcast, yes. and number two, that was a direct uh, insult to me. So uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I deserve no it. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Uh, have you been in any any trade talks? You been or any anything of interest come your way yet? Uh, not lately. Bill and I talked earlier. Um, and it um, turns out that he wanted <laughs> he actually wanted more than I was willing to give for the picture okay. that he was willing to give up. So, you and I had some preliminary talks, Bob, but um, I, I guess the timing just wasn't right for either one of us. And now that, you know, I've had people injured, it's probably uh, even less possible now. Yeah, 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 there's uh with my, I mean, right now my team not doing much of anything, so uh, there's not a whole lot of trade bait there. Um, like I said, Bodie Bellinger hasn't played, starting to hit a little bit, but he was so far behind that uh, it makes it difficult with him. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. A- any uh, parting shots before we cut you loose? I, I, I do have a. Oh, I do sorry. have a question for, yeah, for, for Bob real quick. Um, I just wanted to see you, uh, since you are a commissioner in another league and utilize Yahoo's um, website, um, what do you think about CBS in comparison to the Yahoo website this year? I haven't had any problems with CBS this year, but okay. uh, um, I've always liked Yahoo better. Uh, I, I don't know why. Just It just seems easier to uh, maneuver through. Um, it seems that there's more options with Yahoo too. Like, like uh, this year in the Republic League, we we put in uh, saves plus holds, and uh, I don't I didn't see that offered on the CBS website. Do, do you think, Bob, that it's the, the fact that you use Yahoo website a lot more often since you have daily moves versus? Um... Bush League, which there's no daily moves. See, Rod, I'm sure. See I did I'm, there? Sure that, yes, I'm sure that nice. has something to do with it. Okay. It just, I, I but, got that uh, point across again, Rod. I appreciate. Every it. week we, we we talk about uh, trying to get daily moves in, or at least <laughs> semi semi weekly moves. Yeah, right. And I will vote for semi weekly moves as as opposed to the way it is right now. So. Sure. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, you got anything for us, Bob? Before you leave, I, uh, I believe next draft that I will not be bringing the six pack of Golden Monkey just for myself. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I might bring uh, two, but uh, not a whole, <laughs> not a whole six pack. And I, um, I remember telling Tom when the, when I drank the first one, I said, "Oh, these are going down too too smooth. Uh, it's going to." And this is going to be a long day, so hold on. So, <laughs> well, you warned them. That's all. I did. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, you don't have to carry that responsibility. You told him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I believe he was the one that took care of me at night. So I, uh, I uh, thank him as well. Well, it's your brother. That's what he's supposed to do. You don't have to thank. Yeah. Him. yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure at some point, yeah, you did that for him. So. All right, man. So it was good. Okay. It was good to have you on. Have a good week and uh, keep listening. I will. All right, buddy. Thanks, Bob. Always nice to have you on. Take, Take care. All right. Bye.
All right, that was good. Yeah, that. Yeah, that, Bob was always he's yeah. always he's always gracious, and I, I I like the way he got a shot in at me. That was good. That was a nice little to the shot. Show. I was I was yeah. impressed that he took something that we've talked about in the past, and and you. So that means he's listening. That's what I care about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we got some baseball news. Uh, Corbin Burns. A streak of 58 strikeouts without a walk came to an end on Thursday. Uh, oh, Burnsy is two and three with a 157 ERA and a z- 0.64 WHIP. <laughs> you know what's amazing to me is I, I, um, how is he two and three with, with with that kind of record? You know, 1.57 e, uh, ERA. That, I guess the uh, Brewers just aren't scoring any runs for him. And maybe Devin Williams. <laughs> maybe he's not mm-hmm. holding his holding his leads till they get the hater. Um, yeah, yeah. I I've only seen him pitch once this year, and um, he that dude is pretty powerful. He reminds yeah. me of like Scherzer in his prime. Man, that guy could shove it. <laughs> like he, yeah, yeah. And I, so I watched lo- him. Um, it was uh, it was a Thursday night, it was Thursday game, it was okay. a Thursday Yahoo game um, against the Cardinals, and yeah, he was he was cruising along. It was a good game between him and Flaherty. Really good. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, he, he could bring it. And, uh, I, I think what makes him so good is he seems to have command of his pitches. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that he's, he's pretty impressive and eventually he'll, he'll start winning more than he loses. But, but you know what, Roger, this goes, goes to our point that some kind, sometimes these guys, um, are, are what I'll call a post hyper, uh, a post sleeper, uh, um, that, that they got hyped so much early on in their career, and then, you know, they have one bad year or something like that when they're trying to figure out the league, and they come back and just yeah. perform really well. Because wasn't he hyped pretty well um, a couple years ago? Yeah. And, and, you know, you bring up guys like that. Um, Cliff Lee was like that. He had a good year. He yeah, was actually sent down at some point. Corey Kluber was like that. Um, I think Sabathi was like that at one point when early on with the Indians. Um, yeah, sometimes it takes a little bit for these guys to figure it out. And and once they come back with that that third pitch that they have command of, yeah, then they yeah. then they become eighteen to twenty game winners. Um, yep, and start going a little bit deeper into the the uh, into the game. Yeah, 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 because they got that other pitch that they could get somebody out on. Um, Maddox was like that. I mean, I think he won eighteen games, and then he had like a pretty bad losing record the following year, and he he perfected that changeup. Um, yeah. And then we have you made some notes of random stats, uh, Jesse. Winter. Yeah, let, you want me to run through those? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, now these were just looking since we were getting to that that quarter poll. You know, um, Jesse Winker. Here's another guy that you know um, had a lot of hype uh, early on, and you know he was supposed to be the next Joey Votto, and the first couple of years never performed. You know, he this was as of I don't want to say Tuesday. He led the uh, NL with a 3.71 batting average. Um, next closest was at 315, so he had a wide margin there. And he also had uh, uh, one, 1.085 uh, OPS. So not only is he hitting for average, but he's hitting with some power. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he has done a good job. And you're right, he has been hyped a little bit. And he was in that group with Senzel and Adam Duvall. And he's, he mm-hmm. seems to be the better of, of the three of them. Yeah, uh, the other one uh, I had is Jesus Aguilar. Yeah. I, you know, I like liking this guy. I, I had him when he was in Milwaukee. He yeah. just looks like he's just having a lot of fun. 
when he plays baseball. But he was leading the NL with 32 RBIs, um, um, which, you know, on a Marlins team that doesn't score many runs, that's, that, that's, that's pretty good. Um, I think Ronald Acuna had 32 runs scored and 12 homers in some limited time, right? Because he's, yeah. he's, um, he's been hurt here and there. And I, Did you see the game against the Phillies? He got hit in the hand? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, was it bad? Um, yeah, he got hit in the hand. I mean, it's, it's a crapshoot once you get hit in the hand. I mean, there's like a thousand bones in there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it seemed bad. It, it looked like it hurt him. Um, yeah, I, and you're right. He's been he's missed some time, and that guy's a monster, though. Acuna. He is. Yeah, that guy's – he's yeah. the best player in baseball in the National League. Well, I, I don't know about the American well, League. but you know, we were talking about uh, – uh, players that don't live up to expectations right out of the gate. Uh, yeah. He certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, then you, you made a note about Victor Robles and Tommy Pham. Yeah, just I was just looking to see players that uh, hadn't uh, hit a home run yet, and both uh, Robles and Pham um, had over 100 plate appearances and had no home runs. Um, of course, I think Pham hit one yesterday against uh, Wainwright. Okay. And, and they, you know, they, they had kind of struggled out of the gate, uh, you know, with, with less than 600 OPSs as well. But it's a long season, but we're starting to get into the, the, the part of the season now where it's not a small sample size anymore, right? Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting close to what last season was, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 40 games into a six. Yeah. So we would basically be two-thirds into last season already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then, and then Max Muncy, uh, which is a strange case, has a 24% both walk and strikeout ratio. So uh, he's not putting many balls in play, is he? Yeah, but he's considered a really good hitter, isn't he? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. I guess he just becomes very selective, and I, I think one of his favorite pitchers to hit off of is uh, is Madison Bumgarner, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, my, my, the two of them had some back and forth. Yeah, they did. Uh, last was it two years ago? Yeah, uh, yeah. But Muncy's kind of strange. He's the guy that got from Oakland, right? Like Oakland gave up on him. Uh, I don't know if it was Oakland. It might have been Oakland or Seattle. I don't okay. remember which one. All right. Yeah, uh, and and he you goes can fact through, check me. Yeah, he goes through times where he's pretty productive, and then he goes. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting stat. And then we have our man Albert Pujols. Uh, is this confirmed that he signed with the Dodgers? Um, I thought when I texted you and Bill yesterday, I think that was out of um, MLB website. Um, it was also on MLB trade rumors. I, I, I don't know how official it is, but I, I, I found it to be very curious that if it is true that he signs with the Dodgers, don't you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he's going to do that he wouldn't have done in Los Angeles. Or with the Angels, I, I just can't see. He's not. He's not going to start twice a week. Do you think he's going to start twice a week there? Um, I had a Max Muncy. I wouldn't think so. I mean, I, I know they have in, injury with with Bellinger, as we talked about. But Bellinger, yeah, was playing the, was playing the outfield. So you know, Muncy can play um, third base. But then, what does that do with um, with Justin Turner? I, I just found it very curious and. Part of me wonders if that was a shot across the bow oh. by the Dodgers um, uh, to the Angels, who who yeah. continue to struggle, and I think they got shut out last night. So <laughs> I, I was going to do a stat to find out, you know, how many runs scored since um, the Angels got rid of, of Pujols. Just 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 to not to say that he would have been 
the answer to all their offensive woes, but they haven't performed very well, and they look like they're headed for another losing season. Yeah, they are. Because uh, yeah, I think Rendon's still out, too. So He just he just came back. He just came back? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, and, by the way, Muncie was released by the A's in 2017. Dodgers signed him a couple days later, and there you go. Um, See, there you, and, yeah. and you're right again. You're right on the Pirates, and you're right on the, uh, the A's here. Yeah, so, yeah, let's... Yep. Looks like it's going to be your year. Sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> then we got an injury report. You did some uh, analysis of of members that that are players that are on the IL, and there's quite a few of them. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah. To let me let me just head. if you don't mind, let me just yeah. preface this before you go through that because um, what what prompted me to think about this is is um, you had just recently made a trade, and I noticed that the, the two players you traded for, Joey Votto and Will Myers, both um, went on the, the, uh, the IL. So I started to do a little research. Now, I understand with, the, with this research that I've done, it, it was off of the injury reports on the CBS website. So some of the players could have been on there just as day-to-day. Some of them could be, you know, 10-day DL, 60-day, uh, excuse me, IL. Um, so it's not fair as not quite as, as fair as it might be, as Bob Kirk had, had pointed out. Um, and, and as you pointed out today, um, some people could be on the, the COVID IL. But I thought it was interesting just the sheer number of players, what everybody is going through right yeah. now. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm looking at Rick's right right now. And, yeah, he's got his big guy. And, and I think it was Bob Kirk who mentioned that, hey, there's a degree of being on the IL, like a player. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, like for example, one of Rick's uh, injury list is Noah Syndergaard, who he he bought knowing that he's on the IL. And sure. Yeah. But Sterling Marte certainly a, a significant impact on his team. That's all yep. the deal. Um, what, what about you? Do you have anybody significant on the IL? Um, yeah. Um, Christian Yelich right now. Hap just came off of. Well, <laughs> who knows if he's really significant anymore. Um, I had um, Mike Yastrzemski on there, uh, Jerickson Profar, Colin Moran, uh, Asdrubal Cabrera. Do you want me to keep going, or do you, do you want to fill the rest of the hour with this? <laughs> right. Aaron Sanchez, Zach Gallen, yeah. Jordan Hicks. Um, yeah, it's just been it's just been one thing after another, and I and I thought I was just getting out of the gate really well. Um, we're getting past that quarter hole, if you will, really well. So you know, it happens to everybody, and the hope is. I'm getting it out of the way early and don't have to put up with it at the end of the season. Yeah, that and and when you mentioned about me, I, I haven't gotten one at bat from Votto and Myers since I made the deal. Um, and and, <laughs> and the whole time I made the deal, I'm thinking like, all right, I'm getting rid of Pache. I'm gonna stick Will Myers in there. That's a huge upgrade there. I'm getting Votto, uh, getting rid of India. That's a huge upgrade. No PS. Uh, I can start making moves in that in those departments. And then Votto gets hit as soon as I click send. He got hit in the hand. <laughs> and, then, and then Myers goes two for four on Sunday. And Monday, I wake up and I see he's on the IL for COVID. I'm like, what the blessed man. So, um, but like you said, everyone deals with it. So it's just something you got to work your way through. Um, yeah. Yeah, just a quick just a quick run through. This was as of Tuesday or Wednesday. And, and, and knowing that some of these players could have been day to day or, or, or longer. Um, both myself and the Rebel Alliance had 10 um, people on the uh, injury group. I'll call it the injury report, CBS injury report. Uh, the Hawks and the Mighty Ducks had nine. 
you had eight. Um, Lakers and Statman had seven. Um, who else am I missing here? Um, Bearcats had six. Um, the Bulls only had four, and the Dudes only had three at that point. Okay. All right. Uh, so they're staying pretty healthy then. Yeah. All right. Um, which, which is probably a bigger issue for the Dudes. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he's healthy and, and dropping. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, okay, um, and then we have uh, we had some fat. Or right, let, let's do the standings review real quick. Um, yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah, so again, the Lakers had a huge week. This is the second week in a row. Yeah, uh, he, he's really making a move here. Um, yeah, and and we just talked about Marte being out. Uh, his team looks like he can make a push. Thoughts? Um, no, I, I, I think they could. Um, I, you know, he kind of, you know, he's one of these guys that kind of downplays his team. Yeah, he you know, when us. we talked to him yeah. a couple of weeks ago, he was saying that he's been really busy with school, that type of thing. And I'm not, I'm not buying it. I, I, I think he has a chance to be a, a, a solid contender. I mean, look, right now he's what? Uh, he's, he's moved into third place, 68 and a half points. He's only he's less than ten points away from the Hawks, which who I still think is the strongest team. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the Lakers certainly has a chance to uh, to place. Yeah, and when you you know at, at, once you start moving, you got to look at all right, where can I, where do I need to hold my my spot, and where do I where can sure. I move up? Um, and the Lakers started scoring some runs the past couple of weeks, and he was pretty far down. I think he was down by you a couple of weeks ago, um, which he's still well, kind of close, and, but he's getting closer to Bill. Well, and, and I think what this shows is that if you get, if you get first of all, um, your players to play all the time, yeah. and you get a couple of hot weeks, you can still move. The categories are still fairly tight in, in most of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's, got a, he's got a real solid whip. Um and he just needs to hold that spot. Um, yeah, so he's he's got some – I mean, it's going to take a little bit, but if he keeps having weeks like this, um, yeah, he's he's you're going to have to deal with him, right? You know what I mean? Because he, he could be in a position in, in August to make a deal for someone, push him over the top. I mean, I think if he's close yeah. enough, he'll do it. Yeah, I think one of the areas that he probably needs some help in is, is saves, which you can really target on something like that. But, yeah. you know – they're going to hold out a king's ransom for uh, for, for a top reliever. Yeah, 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 yeah. They will, and I mean, he he's got at least one chip in the reserves that people will probably show an interest in. in, in the, yeah, in, and I might yeah. and I I might be the one the person I might be the person to help him with that. So <laughs> you don't know. Well, like I got I got Josh Hader out there. Rick, <laughs> listen to the podcast. And he does. You know who I need, Rick. Yeah. Uh, and Bill had a had a strong comeback week this week. Um, is with 70 points. The dudes had a, had a good week. I ended up in fourth and you're right behind me in fifth. Um, and the bulls had a rough week this week as did the sewer Hawks, which really his, his week that he got hurt in was his pitching category, which is a little surprising. Hey, you you know what, Raj, you know how bad a week Bob had, because besides being, um, uh, in, in the, um, Bush League standings. He said he was out in Arizona, had a crappy week. He said the best part of his week was listening to this podcast on his way back home on the plane. So that's how bad his week was. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a bad week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough week. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, Lakers make the big push. So uh, Sam, um, he's he, yeah, he dropped, and he he's he needs some help offensively, like now. Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm I'm going to assume that you know that. Sam has been studying for finals. I'm going to be very positive. He's been studying for finals at Penn State. That's probably wrapping up soon, so he'll be able to devote more attention to his team. So I, I expect to be hearing more from, from Sam because he doesn't want to fall. He, he has a team that can compete. He doesn't want to fall too far out of this. Yeah, yeah, he, he definitely needs some help offensively. He's got guys that really aren't even playing with Hazley and Marisnik. Um, Tyler Naquin's still getting at bats, but he's nowhere near as productive. This Tyrone Taylor from Milwaukee looks like he's a good player, but he he's not he's not producing right right now. So um, yeah, he he needs some help offensively, and he doesn't have yep. anybody in the reserves. Uh, oh, he's got Real Muto, who who should be back here uh, this week. So um, that should be a that should be a plug in for him. Uh, and then yeah. the, the fab, uh, we had a pretty light, light day the other day, right? Yeah, only eight, only eight players, which I believe is the lowest in the last seven periods that we have. Um, eight players picked up by, by six different owners. Yeah, you got someone. Um, the, you, you, uh, Matt Adams went on the DL, huh? Bummer. Um, did he? I know. I don't. I don't know. He wasn't playing. Oh, okay. Um, in fact, that the the, the uh, uh, the fab bid that went for the most was was Connor Joe, yeah. who um, is I guess who the Rockies are, are putting at first base um, until CJ Crone came back. You know, I took a little bit of a flyer thinking that might be Matt Adams. Yeah, yeah. Um, last week, but yeah. but it's it's going to be Connor Joe, and and Bill went pretty heavy, right? Uh, Bill spent twelve bucks for Connor Joe. Yeah, um, maybe he's looking at hey, we pop some out in Colorado, and and pick up some cheap cheap counting stats. Um, but 12 bucks is pretty expensive, but maybe just didn't want to get stuck and thinking like, all right, I, I, I can't get outbid for this guy. And I, I need someone in my lineup. And, you know, sometimes that's I where get that, it. that number yeah. comes from. Um, yeah. Uh, Josh Nottingham got cut today or this week from the Milwaukee, although Navarro's is better is the better player. And he looks like he's coming back. Um, and so the Bearcats pick up Ender in Kearte. And she- NCRT. NCRT. All right, NCRT. Yeah, All right. that's that's one of Tom's favorite players. One of actually, I like I like Ender NCRT too. I'm not sure how much he's yeah. going to do. Is 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 Pache going to be sent down soon? Or because pa- Pache- I, I think that NCRT is a better player right now. Yeah, so Pache got hurt again. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Heredia came back and and played last night. He started last night. Uh, okay, all. gotcha. So, uh, yeah, because I'm done with the Christian Pache experiment. I, I, yeah, that's that's over. Yeah, that's over. Um, I, <laughs> I, the guy's just not ready. He's just not ready to play every day. Um, so, so I'm assuming he speaks Spanish. What you would say to him is no mas. No, no mas, my man. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I picked up this Jesus Sanchez. Who's, he's a Marlin outfielder in the minors played a little bit last year i i, I just thought all right I'll, just, I'll stash him and see if he ever comes up but um i i was done with pache i was just done with him um 
Ducks pick up a couple guys. Wilmer Defoe, uh, Andy Young, guys are just are probably going to play. Um, and the Sewer Hawks pick up uh, Jose Peraza, the second baseman for the Mets. Uh, for the Mets, yeah. Yeah, they, they, remember this guy? This guy was supposed to be a replace Brandon Phillips, and he he just can't find a team to stay on, let alone replace no. somebody, you know? No, maybe, maybe he will at the Mets, and we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know how much that bats he's, how many at bats he's going to get. Uh, anything stand out other than Connor Joe? Nothing stands out, right? Uh, I don't no, know. Will no, Perot? I think it's, it's yeah pretty standard here. Yeah. Just um, people filling positions, just trying to take some some flyers on some players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so you know, looking back on the standings, um, it, it, it looks like. We have a little bit of a, a four-team race, maybe, for the top spot. Uh, you you think Bob is still the the favorite, and I think he is. But you know, injuries are injuries, man. They happen to anyone. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, just just think about this. Uh, think about the scare that he had this week. Acuna could have been hurt for longer. He has he's gone without uh, Tatis for a while, and you know his bulky shoulder. Um, Things could still happen. Um, I think Bob's team is still strong because if everybody else faces injury, Bob's still the favorite. But uh, it's not going to be uh, the cakewalk that we thought it was going to be. No. All right. Um, so today in baseball history, uh, I have a couple interesting notes here. So 1954, Ted Williams returns from a broken collarbone that he suffered in spring training. So the, the, today would have been like his first two games. He played in the doubleheader. First two games since suffering bro- broken collarbone, he went eight for nine with two homers and seven ribs. So. <laughs> you know that guy just never missed a beat, right? Yeah. Was in two different wars. Yeah, he, he was in two different wars, right? The uh, uh, World War Two and Korean War. Yeah, and still just put up that. Can you imagine what he would have done had he not had that military uh, service time? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have three thousand hits. Because of that service time, I think he's missed probably three years. I think the least, one year, yeah. one year he came back from World War II, he won the Triple Crown the next year. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh, 1967, Philadelphia approves funds for a new stadium. The vet opens in April '71, replacing Shy Park slash Connemac Stadium. Uh, you, you know, and we grew up in the era of the concrete circular multi-purpose stadiums uh that place was horrendous it was bad i I didn't like it at all but let me ask you something let's jump back um a bit because you were really young at this time did you ever get to a game at tiny mac stadium i did not um okay i would have been i want to say that i was i was like six okay seven minutes um we went to actually see a game and i don't really remember a whole lot um other than it was it was it was kind of cool. I didn't know any different, right? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. one of the first games I've ever been to. Yeah, yeah, no, um, uh, yeah. I, I, even if I went, I wouldn't remember. So, uh, but I I had okay. not been there. Um, and then, so this is interesting, and it reminds me of the Sewer Hawks here. So, Bob, pay attention. 1987, <laughs> 1987, the Brewers lose their tenth straight game after starting the season 18 and two. Brew Crew finished the season in 91-71, third place in the ALE, seven games behind the Tigers. All right, Bob. Well, did you say behind the behind the Statmen, or did you say uh, the Lakers? I said the I'm Tigers. Sorry. Yep, 
Yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that yeah. be a warning to you, Bob. That's right. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. That, so ninety-one to seventy-one and finished third. That 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 was a pretty good division that year. Jeez. Yeah. Well, you know, they had the Orioles back then, which were always competitive. Well, eighty-seven. I don't know how they did back in the eighty-seven time frame, but you know, Yankees are always in that division, always pressing people. Um, I don't know if the Yankees were, were were good at that time either, but it was. A six team, right? AL East at that point. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Um, I got one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, the Blue Jays finished second at 96 and 66, and the Tigers won 98 wow. games. And the Yankees, wow. Yankees won 89. So they were. Yeah, that's a pretty good division. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's tough. Uh, all right, uh, what are you walking off with today? Yeah, I just want to tell the listeners that um, I appreciate the fact that we made this kind of a shorter podcast because I am in Utah headed down to Zion National Park. Um, so I appreciate that, Raj. Um, you and I both had some things going on today. Um, but I'm walking off with um, another rule change by Major League Baseball, and this, I'm sure, last year was due to COVID, but this year also is the seven-inning doubleheader. And I, I think, again, I think I like that. I think I like that rule. Um, I don't know if I want to sit through two nine-inning doubleheaders. Now, I think when baseball comes back um, in 2022, um, I don't think there's going to be any um, doubleheaders because, you know, that's just a gate receipt that they've lost. But I think for last season and this season, I like the rule. What do you think? Yeah, last season I loved the rule. This season I'm still okay with it because of, hey, you know, teams had to – quarantine a little bit or they didn't have enough players so you got to make up the games saves pitching and we're just trying to make up games here uh moving forward i don't think double headers aren't even a thing anymore unless it's you know a bunch of rainouts in april and may and you gotta you have to make it up in september or august and yeah th- i mean owners don't even do double headers anymore so right yeah well, i'm okay with like, it yeah yeah if they have to make up the games because of weather and you know it it, it you know, and you need the games played because of division races, then yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's going to happen very few after, after this COVID thing is over and however many years it takes. Agree. Yeah. What are you going to walk off with? Um, I'm going to walk off with uh, something that Tom said last week. And he said that kind of, we're going to quote Tom. Well, I'm paraphrasing. I, I don't have the actual okay. quote. Um, and Tom said, hey, it's only May. Stranger things have happened. And that's what I'm walking off with. It's only May. Stranger things have happened. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, Tom is the wise old sage, isn't he? So, as he, as he told Bob on, uh, you know, uh, at the draft, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear it had to be Tom that made the other quote, right? Oh, uh, yeah. For God's sakes, man, let me help you. <laughs> That's still the funniest sentence I've ever heard. I, every I t- think you're right. Every time happened. I think about it, I just start cracking up, man. And I, <laughs> me too. <laughs> God's sakes, man, let me help you. Although I, I know you, you, you said you didn't say it, but I, I can see you, I can see you saying that. I think it's just a classic, classic sentence. I, I, yeah. I can see me saying it, and there's probably nobody that needs more help right now with their team than me. So God's you know, sakes, that's on man, me. let me help you. All right. So <laughs> maybe 
<laughs> Maybe we can uh, use that on the podcast at some point. Yeah, somewhere. Some, somebody, if you said it, please come forth. We yeah. need you. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to give you an award. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You have anything else, champ? That's it, Chief. You know, enjoy. Have a good week. All right, you too. Enjoy your vacation. Thanks. Stay uh, safe. All right, see you. Thank <laughs> you.